and welcome to Have You Seen Jackie Brown Part 2. Yep. I'm Austin. Josh. I'm Justin. So this week we're wrapping up the Quentin Tarantino movie Jackie Brown. It's a whole change in format. Yeah. We're doing and things we're different. we're doing it in the middle of the movie because yeah. we wanted to. <laughs> um, we're going to be changing it to where we watch the movie apart or together and then talk about our experiences, mostly like first time viewing and kind of the history behind it. We're playing with formats. Just more traditional review. Yeah. Ragging on it sometimes, review other times. Uh, this movie is definitely a review. What do you think, Josh? Mm, yeah, you're, this is your the only one that hasn't hadn't seen it yet, right? Yeah, um, there was a lot going on, and like <laughs> none of it was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the the characters that were cool weren't really the characters focused on. Like I liked Ardell, and I liked the the kind of main character Bell. You don't Sky. think they focused on Max Bell. Cherry? They they focused on Ardell a lot, but not enough. Like I want. The whole movie. You want a primary now. focus? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like, the movie's called Jackie Brown. It's about Jackie Brown. She's, like, the most boring, like, I don't give a shit <laughs> yeah. about this person character. Like, the first time you see her, she's just a giant piece of shit. Aww. And then, like, they do nothing. How is she a giant piece of shit? She's just, like, a criminal that clearly only cares about herself. And she's just trying to get out and get money. And they don't do anything to show, like, anything about her that's likable. They really don't follow her a lot for being they the main really character. They really don't. She's, she's not my favorite, but I've seen this movie several times, and as you rewatch it... I think I've seen it three. It becomes, you know, more of a lighter movie, because you're not trying to follow yeah. every pace. Is you're this just, like some sort of like cult hit or something? Because it seems kind of... Everything like, uh, by Tarantino is going to be a cult hit. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. And this was kind of structured in the way of Pam Greer's older movies, like uh, not so much, but like coffee and everything, where she was an action star in these uh, black exploitation films, is what they've right. been come to know. Yeah, I've seen as. like one or two, but I'm not super familiar with them. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the characters switched for me over this. I really liked Robert De Niro's perspective in the beginning, mm -hmm. but then he turns out he's just a, like a homicidal maniac. Oh, yeah, he's like, <laughs> he just shot Melanie. Yeah. Shot her. Bridget Fonda. He was told all he had to do is punch her in the mouth. Hit her in the mouth, yeah. But he shot Oof. her. Oof. <laughs> These are some bad dudes we're dealing with. Some yeah, criminals. Yeah, he seemed so... You were talking about like how chill he seemed the entire movie. He's the observer. Yeah. Like, he got drawn into this, but then... But then he's really not. In the last five minutes, we find out he used to rob banks with Samuel Jackson Odell. Uh... He was went to prison for it. He probably just got out. Like that's what he's doing here. Mm -hmm. I was thinking he was just a friend from like the East Someone Coast. Someone visiting. Yeah, visiting his friend in the on a, on this beach house, hanging out, chilling, smoking some weed in California. But Fucking no, that girl yeah, that he shot. <laughs> but Not before, no. before he shot her. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> we don't go that dark. This isn't. This is Tarantino, not some art house film. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so when was the first time you remember seeing this? Uh, when I bought the Tarantino box set collection. Really? It was that late? Like, you saw it because you got it on Blu-ray? Yep. Okay. It was one of the ones in that collection I hadn't seen. I rented this pretty much right after I saw 
Pulp Fiction for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you see it, you get into Tarantino films. Um, yeah, not one I liked right off the bat, but after multiple viewings, definitely grew on me. Yeah, I think it's a one that you... It's, once you're not, like, jumping around, like, like trying to hold on to every little thing, trying to figure out what's going to connect, it's much more enjoyable to watch, I think. It's one of those movies where you just... You, you take a breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. sit back, and just enjoy the music and the ride, because that's one of the big the things for me. Great. The music sets. Yeah, the music's good. The music sets the pacing almost every scene. You know what the character's doing almost. Like you commented on that the almost beginning. minute and a half. Well, the several minute long walks of Pam Greer either just through the walking. mall or through the airport, which I really like. That was a good setup for yeah. it. Yeah. And you could tell, like, they were basically the same thing, but you could just tell that they were totally different, mm-hmm. like, settings because of the type of music that was playing as she was walking. Right. During the dramatic parts, you have the and then it's like, oh, I got away with it. It's like, just very classic L.A. detective type of music, like from out of Chinatown and everything. Not that jazzy, but almost a little out of, a lot more funk. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy the soundtrack. Um, the colors were real muted in this, but that's the '90s fault. So except right. for like Ordell, who's wearing bright yellow. Mm-hmm. Right, but he was. I mean, that's kind of yeah. like what his character was. We had a little bit of Chris Tucker in the very beginning as yeah. one of the people Odell shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, Quite a body count for this kind of uh, for such a like slow paced movie. Yeah. Oh, is it slow paced? <laughs> like it's definitely a slow burner. Did this really need to be like three hours or whatever it was? <laughs> I think it like did. I'm, I'm, like after multiple what, viewings, I, like what does it do for the movie? Like do they really like they don't even use the three hours to do thing? Like you would they establish it's about a heist. Quick. Yeah, it's, it's a heist movie. It it is, but it, we never have that quintessential scene of all right. Here's what we're gonna. Do. I mean, we have that they did in the broken up run, in chunks. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the final scene where it shows each, not the final the scene, but where it's happening, where it shows how each of them saw different things going on. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish like that was the whole movie mm-hmm. where we just saw one big like heist event from different perspectives. And we've done that since in movies, but. This, I don't think, had been done too much. In the, I'm sure it had. At the time. I'm sure it had. Well, yeah, probably back when, um, when Hitchcock probably did yeah. it once or twice. It's not a, too novel, but it ha- it wasn't being done a lot in the 90s. There were a lot of good shots, and when we go back and look at a lot of movies like Amelie, and I tried to get you to watch that Paul Walker one, Running Scared. That was awful. Yeah, that's sort of... After this one, cinematography takes a wild turn, mm-hmm. and the camera's constantly, like, flipping and panning in real close. Oh, wow. Do this you see one, how smooth the tracking shots were on this? This had great uh, shots. Some really abrupt transitions, though, for a long movie. I don't know if you need that. Um, so, yeah, music, film, actors, a lot of people. Robert De Niro, Samuel Jackson... Not a lot of Tarantino standbys. No. We don't have any well, Uma I mean, Thurman. Sam Jackson. Well, Jackson's in it, of course. Yeah. No um, Uma Thurman. No, what's his name? John Travolta. Travolta. No Travolta. Uh, almost no one from the Kill Bill series. Right, yeah. And he's he's someone that likes to use the same people a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
What's the guy? Oh, I I only looked up the IMDb for this movie. So. I know, but he's like super <laughs> famous. He's um. Well, David Carradine played Bill. No, not David Carradine. Okay, no, he wasn't in Kill Bill. Okay, but, uh, in Reservoir Dogs, he was the cop. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, and he was in Four Rooms as yep. the bell t- the bellhop. Okay, I should definitely know that Tim something. No, no? okay. <laughs> oh, maybe so. <laughs> Tim Roth? Yeah, that's it. Tim Roth. <laughs> Eli Roth's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Roth's dead. Uh, so, did this make you think of any other movies you'd seen, Josh? Since uh, you haven't seen a lot of movies. Have you ever seen, like, a, like any of these old blaxploitation? Yeah, stuff? I've like, seen... I've I'm gonna seen get some, you, sucker. Yeah, I've seen some blaxploitation past, but it's been a long time. What's, like, the most well-known one? Probably, like... Dynamite. Or Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said, Coffee is my favorite with Pam Greer. That's a real good one. She challenges a, like a, a drug dealing gang. Mm-hmm. And there's this one part, she knows she's going to get in a fight. She's got a sick afro. So she hides razor blades in her afro. So oh, when nice. people go to grab her hair, their hands just get all fucked up. That's awesome. Yeah, good scene. Good movie. Might put it on the list. She she did good in the... Like... She was, uh, Josh said that he well, hated her. Well, it, it was an unlikable character, but yeah, but she, she was, portrayed she it was well. supposed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, character. the character, yeah, the character was done very well. She was, was so cool and measured and played everyone. She did. Yeah. Except for Max Cherry. She even kind of played him a she little bit. Knew, well, that's the thing, or... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson was like, you can't always trust people, but you can trust people to be who they are. Mm -hmm. And I think she did kind of play him in that way. She's like, oh, he's a by-the-books bail bondsman. Right. And he'll only take this much. Samuel L. Jackson. This guy. A lot of good lines. Yeah, he had a lot of of insight for a criminal. Well, yeah. (laughs) You gotta have that streetwise. What was the line he said that Josh really liked? It was... uh, my, my ass. ass may be dumb, but I ain't no dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah I, I just, I really just wanted the movie. To be really <laughs> like yeah. they set up his character really early on. He's to me like the most interesting character in the movie. Um, it it was amazing. How he was kind of like the douchebag that wants to be an arms dealer. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. for sure. Like, like if we're gonna, was it quite there? Those yet? videos he was showing, <laughs> demonstrating, were just like. Girls in bikini shooting in slow motion. And Bragging like, about all the different girls he has set up in different houses. I could to sell like... all these guns or women to you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it didn't seem like he was in the sex work industry, but who knows. It kind of did a little bit. Oh, you're right, when he was like, I could get I could get that for you, that yeah. girl, when they were in the yeah. mall. like, And also the switch. girl in the mall, mm-hmm. like, who was that really? She was so timid and demure. Yeah, I was like, I was like are you 12? Who is this? Like... Have we seen this character? That was a trial run, and I think it may have been another girl when it was the final, like, final take. Right, so whenever the trial run Mm -hmm. was her actually doing the drop the way that Samuel L. Jackson expected her to. And the cops. Yeah. Well, yeah, the cops were going to bust them. Of course, that's why they did a trial run. Yeah. A costume take. It wasn't (laughs) costumed. Oh, that no. was really someone who worked for Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, because they said later that she just bailed on them, and mm-hmm. that's why they just switched to Melanie. Yeah. But the cops were watching without actually doing the sting. And that's something I want to talk about. I love... Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton as the DEA agent, or 
Department of Tobacco and Firearms and Money or whatever. Do you think Quentin Tarantino was the one that made the note of like, hey, you guys sit weird on this chair? Oh my god, that happens <laughs> so many times. And at first I was like, is it just because he's Batman and crazy? It's like, like, it's like he was uh, perched on like a gargoyle. Yeah, on the it's back like of the chair. Riker in, in the Next Generation. What do you mean? Have you ever seen that compilation of the guy who played uh, the second number two? Yeah, yeah, I know. He always. About. Because he was so big, he would always, like, come in and just, like, step over chairs. Oh, okay. And, like, just sit in them all weird. <laughs> like, instead of sitting around, he'd just, like, he'd literally just, like, lift his, like, over the chair. And there's, like, so many, uh... Like, a cut like, of like, all of them? Yeah, there's, like, compilations like him of him into doing it, like, that. a horse, like, yeah. over a saddle? It's like, okay, that's it's like, it's like he's saddling a horse every time he sits Is down. Is that James Franco? No. That's the young... It's something like that. It's a similar name. His the actor. Who played number two? The actor. Who played number two? His name oh. is something like it's not James Franco. It's not it's James close. Franco. He's way older. Yeah, I know who James Franco is, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's something close to that. Um, all right, this has been enough of us stumbling over names. <laughs> so this is our new format. We're gonna watch it. We're still gonna include some parts of the beginning, like the naive. What do you think this is gonna be about? This one's probably shorter than most of them are gonna be because we're still doing the first half of as we were watching it uh-huh. with you. Yeah. Um, so uh, it'll check, probably be a little bit longer. Check us future. out on FapCheck on YouTube, Facebook. If you have any comments, email us at FapCheck at gmail.com. Uh, or we're on, us on Facebook, like you said. Yep. We're on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, what was the podcast you've been on? The app? That's not, a, that's not like a... a we're on there, though. It's not a separate feed, though. Well, what is it? The app? That just pulls from iTunes. But what is the app? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. I just wondered because a lot of people use a lot of separate different uh, podcasting apps, and I want Overcast. Overcast. Okay. Yeah, you can find us on there too under Fap Check, or uh, our other shows, Amaze Balls, where we're reviewing the show Amazing Stories. Yeah, and, and that one's just going to continue on to other anthology series. Yeah, just because we like the name so much. Uh, Josh has been a guest on that once. Go check out the past episode. <laughs> yeah, and. This has been Have You Seen? Yeah. Jackie Brown. Join us next Jackie week. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Name drop. Jackie Brown.